Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Inconvenience Yourself. I'm your host, as always. Sorry if you're getting tired of me, but this is Sean. Hello. This is a show all about self-suffering, sacrifice, and choosing the harder way. We must remember that the gate is wide and the way is easy that leads to destruction, and those who find it are many. But the gate is narrow and the way is hard that leads to life, and those who find it are few. Let us be the few. Let us choose the harder way. Let us inconvenience ourselves. Today's topic as the episode's title alludes to, is clothing. I'm going to speak about a few things pertaining to it, some things that I ponder on late at night or random hours of the day. But let us first begin in prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Hail, Holy Queen, Mother of Mercy, our life, our sweetness, and our hope. To thee do we cry, the poor banished children of Eve. To thee do we send up our sighs, mourning and weeping in this valley of tears. Turn then, most gracious advocate, thine eyes of mercy towards us. And after this our exile, show unto us the blessed fruit of thy womb, Jesus. O clement, O loving, O sweet Virgin Mary, pray for us, O Holy Mother of God, that we may be made worthy of the promises of Christ. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Thank you. I'd like to begin with the question, why? Why clothes? Adam and Eve were formed in the garden, and there they were, naked and not ashamed. They were without clothes and they felt no shame. Their bodies were open. Their souls were open. Nothing to cover, nothing to clothe, nothing to hide. And there was no shame, no insecurity, no embarrassment, no fear. There was purity. But after the first sin, the bite of the forbidden fruit, the immediate Recourse, the immediate reaction to the original sin was to grasp for something to hide behind, grasp for that fig leaf to cover up, to hide. Adam and Eve hid in the garden. They hid behind fig leaves. They hid away from God. They were ashamed. They were embarrassed. They were insecure. They were no longer naked without shame. They were clothed now. And they were fully ashamed still. God fashioned for them animal skins to wear. And they were exiled from the garden. And here we went forth, humanity, forever needing clothes. And when we are naked, we forever feel great shame. And yes, we have clothing to protect ourselves from the weather, whether whether it be the cold or the rain or excess heat, or maybe it's wind and sand. Or maybe we're protecting ourselves from the bugs and the animals. 
or or we're protecting our feet from the the ground with with pebbles or sticks or or spikes on the ground we cover ourselves up to hide we cover ourselves up for fear for fear of being seen in a certain way or for fear of being hurt in a certain way there's danger out there now after original sin and we are all affected by it and we now need clothes we now have clothes maybe you feel no shame maybe you've purified your heart and mind well enough to walk out your front door completely naked and you feel no shame but we must protect our neighbor we must not scandalize our neighbor and our fellow man until all of creation is purified sanctified glorified and made anew in the resurrection we need clothes we need to cover up to keep ourselves safe from sin to keep ourselves safe from danger of nature so clothes have become a necessity due to original sin. And we have a lot of clothes to wear. All sorts of occasions of clothing. And there's a time and a place and a season for all things. Just like you cannot go to a job interview wearing your pajamas, you cannot go to a dinner party wearing your bathing suit, and you cannot go to Sunday services wearing ripped jeans and a tank top, although people do now. But we must recognize what are we wearing, when are we wearing it, and why are we wearing it? What's going on in our minds when we make the decision in the morning beside our closet, I'm going to choose this outfit today. Why? Is it to match the occasion? Is it to dress nicely at a dinner party? Very good. Go right ahead. Is it to look good in a job interview in hopes of of being seen in a way that that is responsible, respectable, clean and and, and well put together? That that's all right. Is it to dress reverently for church, for God? Then that's great. But are you wearing clothes in such a way so as to be seen more highly than others? To, as to be revered yourself by others? Why are you wearing the clothes you're wearing? What's going on in our minds? There are many vain decisions, many selfish and prideful decisions when we buy clothes and when we put on clothes that we must consider. Maybe you have no issues with this, and that's great. I know I have issues with this. I know I sin. I know I'm vain and prideful. So I try to consider more deeply and examine my thoughts and my decisions when I dress. Why am I wearing this? Is this immodest? Is this inappropriate? Is this not fit for this occasion? Am I wearing this to be seen in a, in a certain way? Am I wearing this to be accepted in a certain way that's unhealthy 
that's unnatural. Examine your decisions with clothing. Hmm? Now, it is a rather modern development that we have so many different outfits to wear for so many different occasions. For us, average Joes and average Janes. Yes, maybe the wealthy, the nobles, they had all sorts of outfit changes to wear for different things. But we, we, the layman, used to have one, clu- one, one, one tunic and, and one cloak to wear for all of our occasions. We, we didn't have so many options. We would keep one set of clothes to wear for our lives. We'd mend it. We'd repair it. We'd, we'd tend to it. We'd care for it. And oftentimes we might pass it down to our, to our children. That was what we had to wear. But in the last few hundred years, we have now developed so many changes of outfits. In the last hundred years, we've developed immense amounts of outfits for immense amounts of occasions. And the clothing industry has exploded with so many options. Changing yearly, monthly, weekly, the fashion industry is ever-developing, ever-changing. You cannot keep up with the trends out there. These big clothing companies are selling a line of clothes for a month and then ridding their, their stores of all of it to change and fit in with the new season of fashion. Fast fashion is crazy. So much waste is in it. So much concern is in it so much insecurity and and, and judgment and and perhaps uh, fears of fitting in are there, are present to those who, who, who deal with it. And all of this waste from the fast fashion, all this waste from households is producing literal tons of waste annually. Literal, not figurative, literal tons filling our dumps and, and, and being sent to other countries. Cambodia is covered in our trash, in our clothes waste, our textile waste, because we need a new pair of jeans. We need a new blouse to fill our closet. The textile fast fashion industry is quite a strange phenomenon. Yes, there is, there is, there's a desire to look nice. There's a healthy desire to look nice on certain occasions. To get that job. To be reverent at church. To maybe go on a nice date. To go to a fancy dinner party. There's a desire to look nice that is healthy. To be put together. To be well-kempt. But this is oftentimes met with vanity. It's met with fear. Fear of being judged from others. Fear of being judged in our own minds, by ourselves. We create this judgment. There's great vanity in wearing clothes. Such a divide in status. 
in society based on clothing, such a divide in, in, in social situations based on clothing. People ostracized for having outdated clothes or, or not the right set of clothes for the situation. People ostracized, people shunned. Let us care for one another. Let us love one another. Let us meet one another with love and tenderness and understanding. Let us meet each other with vulnerability and openness. Let us rid ourselves of our shame and our embarrassments and our insecurities, of our clothes. We were naked without shame. There was sin. Then we were naked with shame, so we covered up. And now we've covered up in such a way that we are now clothed with shame. We are clothed with shame because we don't have the right clothing to wear, because we cannot fit in with our neighbors. We are clothed with shame now. Oh, how sad, how sad it is to see and to hear the cries the wails of the insecure, the wails of the ashamed, my own heart wailing, my own heart churning and crying out in fear of judgment, in fear of insecurities. Hmm. The clothes that we do have, though, we must care for. They're put in our care. They're our property. Let us care for them. Let us not destroy our clothes. Let us not let them go to ruin. Follow the proper instructions to care for your clothes. If they need dry cleaning, get them dry cleaned. It's such a great uh, opportunity to get your clothes ironed out and pressed, to get your stains removed, to get your neckline cleaned up, it's really quite nice. Yes, it may be a little expensive, but you don't need to send them there every, every washer cycle you have. Send your dry cleaning there a couple times a year. It's very nice service. Other proper instructions on the tags, follow them. If clothes need cold water, if clothes need hand washing, if clothes need to be hung up to dry, follow the instructions. Save, save yourself some, some, some electricity usage, some water usage. You know, maybe you don't need to wash them every single cycle. Maybe you don't need to dry them every single time. Hang them up. Find a good place to hang them. Find a good sink to, to hand wash your clothes in. You can find other ways. Um... I just heard a story of someone freezing their pants to kill off the bacteria. And then they would continue wearing them so they didn't wash them all the time. Because washing can eventually wear down the fabrics and lead to destruction of your clothes. But freezing your clothes, killing off the bacteria and the, and the stench that's associated with that bacteria, and then continuing to wear them after that, oh, that's quite a unique little tidbit of information. But, um, yeah, and then if your clothes get a little bit of tear in them, get a little bit of stain in them, fix them. Fix them. Learn how to sew to tend to the tears and the little rips. Make a patch for your knee. 
sew up that sleeve. The internet has so many things to learn. Learn how to sew, if you don't know already. Or find someone who does. Find someone who has a sewing machine. And try to fix your clothes. If it's just a little tear, don't just throw it out. Try to get them fixed. Or if it's too far gone, then try to fashion them into something else. Maybe your pants can be turned into shorts. Maybe a shirt can be turned into a tank top. Maybe your clothes can be put together into a quilt. All sorts of options for this fabric. Don't just throw it all out. Don't just add to this waste. Continue to care and tend to the clothes that have been placed in your, in your ownership. You can clean stains. There's so many home remedies, whether it be baking soda or vinegar or, or bleach or, or rubbing alcohol. There's some sort of home remedy to get rid of some stains. The internet, again, has so much information. Certainly discern through the, the suggestions out there. Try to find reputable sources to figure out how to tend to your clothes, your fabrics. Don't just throw everything out. When it t- comes down to it, and you can no longer fit into your clothes, or you're tired of the style, whatever it may be, and you need to get rid of clothes that are not completely destroyed, consider donation. And not always just the thrift store, because oftentimes they are already filled excessively with clothes that they don't know what to do with. Maybe they put them on their shelves, but maybe sometimes they just have to throw a lot of it out. So find some shelters, or find some clothes drives, or find some charity that can, that can take it. Some charity that needs clothes, whether it be winter clothes, they need winter clothes, or, or whatever it may be, find a place that actually needs it. Donate to your neighbors, your cousins, hand-me-downs are not something to fear. Hand-me-downs are a good thing. When you need new clothes, thrifting can be a good thing. There's hidden gems in every thrift store. Look for jackets. Look for button-down shirts. Look for ties and belts and even pants. There can be good things at thrift stores. And there can be good things from from your loved ones that are hand-me-downs. Don't just throw things out. And don't just go into the fast fashion. The moment you need a new shirt, don't just go down to the department store. Try out a thrift store. See what needs to be purchased first before new fabric has to be produced. Hmm. So many things out there. If every day you have trouble deciding what to wear, if you are afraid of, of judgment from others or you just worry that you're going to pick the wrong thing, consider Steve Jobs and his habit. He would wear the same black turtleneck, pair of jeans, and white tennis shoes day in and day out. He didn't have to decide what to wear. He'd wake up and put the same thing he had on yesterday. Saved himself mental exhaustion. Saved himself time. Saved himself purchasing new clothes. Maybe you don't have to go to that extreme, but consider something like that. 
don't waste all of your your time and your willpower and your energy trying to decide what to wear. Uh, similarly, school uniforms help in this way too. A child can wake up and put on the same thing they had yesterday. They don't have to decide what to wear. They don't have to be afraid when they go to school of being judged by their classmates. Everyone is equal. Everyone's wearing the same thing. There's no distractions from clothing. It's just a uniform. Everyone has it on. Everyone wears it. It's quite a good thing, I think. Hmm? Yes. So I know uh, there's probably a lot more things to comment on. I didn't even comment on modesty much. Um, I suppose in that in that um, topic, that consideration, don't scandalize your neighbor. Think about what you're wearing. Are you doing it to be seen in a certain way? Are you doing it to show off something? then probably don't do that. Mm -hmm. Your body is sacred. Protect it. Tend to it. Revere it. Love it. And love your neighbor's body. And love your neighbor's mind. And do not scandalize anyone. Oh, there's so much shame and fear now. But let us move forward with decisions in our clothing that is not built around fear, that's not built around insecurity and embarrassment. Let us move forward with decisions about clothing that, that's productive, that's healthy, that's purifying, that's sanctifying. Let us choose some harder things today. Let us help our neighbor, help ourselves, help the Lord. Let us inconvenience ourselves.